I realized like some people say good night as a good evening, but I never heard it like that. Have you? As a goodbye, they say good night, no, good evening as a as, goodbye. It's it's a greeting. It's a beginning greeting. Yeah, that's weird. Throws me off every time. There is a very minute difference between saying hi, good evening, and hi, good night. It's just a connotation that when you say good night, it's the end of a conversation or it's a, a disconnect. Like just hearing, I'm like, whoa! I never heard it like that. Guys, if you ever thought this podcast was about nothing, like a Seinfeld episode, this oh. is literally about nothing. Holy right shit! Now. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Welcome to the worst Asian podcast, where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinion on all things Asian. My name is Linji, and I'm wondering why this sounds weird, but that's probably because I don't have my actual headphones on. Nope, you're not ready. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Yep. On uh, a new day. On a new day. With a new shirt. We're not messing up this intro because this is the third recording of the day. It's definitely not that. Last time we did this, it was fucking exhausting. Oh, uh, you mean last time we hypothetically recorded three episodes in a day like we're hypothetically re- recording right now? Yes, when we just, you know, thought about a chat GPT, did the whole like, you know, like simulation thing. Guys, if you're uh, watching on YouTube and you're watching back-to-back weeks, uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll notice Ben changed t-shirts. And by Ben changed t-shirts... Ben literally wore the same t-shirt backwards. I don't, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. <laughs> this is a fucking brand new tee. I swear to God, I'm not trying to plug you two, but please, if you're curious with a backwards shirt. Bro, I bought, like, dude, this is my first time wearing this shit. You know, you know, <laughs> this guy's crazy. In all honesty, it's actually kind of hard to tell your shirts backwards. For real? The only way because I can. Because it's not. <laughs> because it's fucking not, dude. I can't tell if I'm finding it's really funny because I'm exhausted or you, it's actually kind of funny. The only way I can tell is the collar part. You know how like collars tend to be uh, tighter when it's on the back? Nope. So then because you have it in reverse, nope. your front collar is actually tighter. I feel good, man. This is a nice shirt, bro. <laughs> Freshly uh, pressed and everything, man. Uh, but it is true. If I didn't say anything, I don't think people would actually know that it's a brand new shirt. It is a brand new shirt. Thank you for it. Okay, Ben. Um, I know you're tired from everything you've done since the last episode. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I need you to just power through. Talk into the mic, please. Project. Uh, make future Lindry's post production a little bit easier. Okay. I think that future Lindry is probably three weeks from now. Okay. Is this good? It's okay. It's okay. This is okay. This is okay. All right. Uh, Ben, did you see one of my recent social media posts on the podcast account where I was cutting that fruit? Oh, uh, yeah, the fucking, I don't know. It was like a pink, what was it, pink pineapple or something? The pink pineapple, pink pineapple. It's the first time I've ever heard of a pink pineapple. I've never, like, seen someone else eat it. I've never seen it for sale anywhere. Uh Uh-huh, where'd you get that shit? My neighbor, uh, she works for some fruits distribution kind of thing. Okay, sounds illegal, but okay. So she just came to my door. Drug smuggling. Yo, it's the weirdest thing because my doorbell rang and I'm looking at my Google thing and all I see is my neighbor holding a pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) It looks... I'm like, what the hell is she doing here with the pineapple? Yeah, where's that shit from? So apparently it's it's exotic, it's different, but it's just made by one of the larger fruits. From like a Mafia company. Oh, from Moderna. Pfizer? I don't know if it's GMO or if it's like some kind of cross-breeding thing. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. It actually does taste a lot better. And I was told by Curtis. Curtis is the host of the Infatuation Podcast. He actually, Yo, Curtis. What's he up? actually had a guest come on to actually explain us that this particular thing is not sweeter because it has more sugar, but this particular breed or strain is less acidic. So if you take away the acid, then the 
fruit sweet notes actually come forward more. So it tastes like it's a lot sweeter, oh. even though it has the same amount of sugar as a regular pineapple. Okay. Which is actually kind of smart. If you're going to eat the fruit and you want it to be sweeter, why add more sugar to it if you don't have to? That's what I mean. Okay. Okay. So you recommend... Uh, does it have a special name? Uh, I think it's like Pink Glow. Pink Glow? I think its name is Pink Glow. Because have you ever bought apples during that season and there's like 50 varieties and they'll have weird yeah. names like yeah. Honey Crisp yeah. and this, that, like... Gala. Yeah. yeah. Those are all technically like branded versions from a particular company like they breathe a strain of it and then they patent the name so i think it's something like that oh shit okay anyways to stay on theme with our uh thing with us with me feeding oh, fuck, you fuck the theme was that shit expensive i think it's like i didn't buy it obviously because i said my neighbor yeah gave it to us uh but when i googled it i think it's like ten dollars a pineapple what which oh, actually no pineapples are like about the same price no 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 pineapples are like three dollars sometimes no they're not yeah dude, i get my pineapples when they're on sale for three dollars at h1 all the time and I think regular price for a whole pineapple, not a pre-cut one, because pre-cut fruit, guys, the greatest ripoff in the entire fucking world Bad. is pre-cut fruit. Such bullshit. If you go to any supermarket and you buy pre-cut fruit, you're a sucker. Fruit, you're a fool. Yeah. Because you can literally buy the exact same fruit, cut it up for the same price, and get like three, four times the quantity of right? it. Right? I don't get that shit. I think the only time it's acceptable to buy pre-cut fruit is like if you're going to an event last minute and you need to like bring a fruit platter or some shit. Then it's your own fault. You deserve to spend the extra money because you could have just made your own fruit platter at home. It's like the longest scam. It is that's a scam. Existence. I think fruit platters are the equivalent, and as a person that drinks a lot, it's the equivalent of drinking too much at a bar. Because technically, you could buy like the entire bottle. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. Now, okay, that makes a lot of fucking sense. If you're gonna go to the bar and like hammer down a lot of food, I mean, sorry, <laughs> a lot of drinks. Yeah. You can technically buy like multiple bottles of whiskey or wine or beer or anything. Go to your place, someone else's place. Invite the same people you would be sitting there. You could like, yeah, dude. I break into Linji's house just to get drunk all the time. Thank you, man. I just you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I just like, oh, bro, I brought some fucking Jameson. Thanks, bro. You can don't bother me right so now. So the you pineapple is ten dollars, which I think would I buy it for ten dollars if I hadn't tried it before and I knew it was gonna be good. I'd probably try it because yeah. ten dollars on its own is not crazy. Yeah, but the fact that it's three to four times the price of a regular pineapple, that's when it gets kind of crazy. It does look very, very expensive. Speaking of which, um, I have some of it right here for you to try, Ben. Oh, damn, dude. You've just been like on this like, crusade about I'm this. trying to feed you more Asian fruits, and this is actually, this, this is not Asian fruit, is it? Wait, where's that shit from, then? I have no idea. Oh, Where's fuck. pineapple from? Europe? South America? Hawaii. No, no, no. It was brought over to Hawaii. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was brought over to Hawaii. Did you never go to the Dole Plantation in Hawaii? I did. You did? Did you take that train ride around the plantation? Hell no. Why? Because it's expensive? No, because I'm a fucking grown-ass man. <laughs> Why? It's cool. They, they drive you around and then they tell you about it. So the pineapple was introduced to the state or then country of Hawaii, islands of Hawaii. Oh. But yeah, it's not native to Hawaii. It just happens to be that oh. the environment in Hawaii is, is perfect is perfect for growing the pineapple. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, it's actually not from that. It's probably from like South America, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, it's not, it's, it's I saved some of this pineapple for you and note to my wife, sweetie, I only took a couple pieces because I know we're not allowed to waste anything on Ben. So here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and what's it? I uh, Ben's I, paying me money for this. Yes. I actually, he, he charged me 50 bucks and I actually, I didn't even fucking question it. Okay. Before I give Ben the fruit, I have to... <laughs> I have to tell this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good thing I remember this shit. Yes. So, guys, Ben wastes my time all the time, right? Yes. Um, sometimes Ben has valid excuses, like we talked about on the past episode that was definitely not recorded today. Nope. It was definitely not recorded today. Not in the shirt. 
to you guys that was like three weeks ago or two weeks ago <laughs> it's like yeah summer's almost over sometimes ben has real family emergencies i yeah as, as obnoxious and loud and rude as i sound on the internet i am a very sometimes overly understanding person of other people's uh personal tragedies and their difficulties because i am a great human being oh, okay. <laughs> so but what I don't like to excuse is when someone simply sleeps through the morning and doesn't show up. Yeah. So I had this joke with Ben, which he probably forgot. I said, you know what? In the future, if you just don't show up because like you overslept and it's completely your fault, like it's not a family emergency. It's not like a work last minute emergency. Right. Right. Then it's not excusable that you waste my time because I spend a lot of time getting ready for it. You do. Yeah. So I'm like, Ben, I'm just going to charge you money for every time you miss. So that day, Ben just completely overslept. So I sent Ben a Venmo request for $50. That's true. What did I write in the note? I think you wrote, go fuck yourself. No, I didn't write that. I think I probably wrote like something Wasting about my request. time, I think. Yeah, some shit like that, right? Yeah. I just I just requested money from him. I requested $50 and Ben Venmo me the $50. I didn't even question it. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I actually felt good taking the money. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm it it 5% made me feel better that you missed recording. I, I will take that. I honestly, I was like, yo, honestly, that's the least I could fucking do for you. My only concern is that because Ben is okay wasting money, that in the future, he'll just purposely be okay skipping things. So he's like, I'll oh, just give Linji more money. I did not even think about that. That was my immediate concern. I'm like, subconsciously, Ben will take this as an excuse to not show up. If you just like, well, you know what? This will only cost me $50 today. You just you just put that in my head. Yeah, I know that you can do that. So um, guys, let me know if you guys think this, this is correct. Number one, let me know if, if $50 is too much for me to charge or too little. I think it's a it's a fair amount. It hurt enough that I was like, right. fuck. It's not crazy. I think $20, you wouldn't really care. Nah. $10, definitely not. I think $100 is probably if a little bit too that, much. I'll be like, here, here's $100. I'll yeah. see you. <laughs> <laughs> here's two missed recordings. <laughs> I'm not showing up next week. Uh, yeah. What what inspired you to uh, be a dick? Um, We talked about it in the past. I think you forgot, but I remember. I totally forgot you about it. Yeah. So what I think we should do going forward is if there is an unexcused Mr. Cording, as in like you completely overslept Fine. and it's not family related. It's not work emergency related. I say work emergency. Not to mean that you had a late night at work last night, right? That's not a work emergency. What I mean is like your boss calls you that morning and says, Ben, I need you to show up early. Like oh That's a work God. emergency. That's yeah. different. Right? Like, or, like someone called out or some right, shit. And, and then you can't physically make it to recording yeah. because you have to go to work. I think that's a work emergency. What I think I should do is because $50, eventually you, you get numb to it. Because as with anything, you get very numb to it. I'm very poor. I just, I just for the record, sir. That's fine. Um, every time wow. you, every time you miss a recording, I'm adding an extra ten dollars. So the next time you miss, oh, no, no. that's why you're afraid. Just show up when you can. Oh, why you're afraid? Yeah. So the next time you miss a recording, I'm gonna Venmo request you sixty dollars. Oh and then my god! After that, it's seventy. After that, it's eighty. I feel, yo, I feel like a fucking. I feel like Chad Ochocinco. Just getting fined up the ass. Yeah. Holy crap. Because um, I've tried everything so far to deal with you. I've tried positive enforcement. I've tried negative enforcement. I've tried the... Physical abuse. <laughs> Physical abuse. <laughs> Waterboarding. I, tr I tried taking even more work off your shoulders, whatever nominal amount that you had, to the point where you literally just have to show up, look at the notes, scream for three hours, and oh leave. Oh, my God. I've done everything I can in my arsenal. Now I'm at the point where I'm trying to profit from this. And the crazy <laughs> thing is... I. This, this motherfucker don't need cash. I don't need the cash, but Holy in shit. a weird way, I said this. It actually made me feel better when you Venmoed me the money. Because you know, like, oh yeah, this, this, he feels that. Because I can take the fifty dollars and like go buy like a 
not nice dinner, but buy a dinner for my Five of these pineapples. So getting back on this. Fuck. I like to feed Ben now, apparently. So Ben, please try this pink pineapple and uh, let me know your thoughts. I lost my appetite. <laughs> Why? Fuck. It's okay. You just have to show up on time. It's very simple. It's A to B. It's very simple. Here's the problem. That's the solution. Just do it. Damn. I, you know, I'm literally just I'm thinking to myself like, oh my God. How high will my fines be? Yeah. And I'm terrified because I really have no... I'm like... It will never get lower. So even if, let's say, you miss two recordings and it says it's $70, every other subsequent future recording, you owe me $70. It will never get lower. Holy shit. So it's an indefinite thing. There is no mechanism. How many seasons can I last? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, it's like, yo, Ben, you're at 10,000 or some shit. When we reach $100... Which which eventually is gonna happen? Oh, sh- yo, yeah. There's gonna be a point when it's a hundred dollar fine. Oh my god. Okay, guys, I'm gonna say this on air. When we get to a hundred dollars, every subsequent hundred dollars, I will donate to charity. <laughs> every subsequent thing after a hundred dollars, I will donate to charity. I think that's the fairest thing. That's win win win. I will feel good because. Yeah. Uh, how about this? Can I can I choose who I want to give the money to them? Yeah. Sure. Actually, no way. That gives you positive enforcement, which gives you more motive to not show up. So you get no choice. Ben, what do you I, hate? AI. I'm gonna donate to a to an artificial yo, intelligence charity because I know Ben loves AI. Yo, dude, I swear <laughs> to fuck. Yo, if you do that kind of stupid bullshit, I swear to fucking god. I don't want to donate to something that um makes Korean people look worse. <laughs> <laughs> yo, just donate to like North Korea and shit. <laughs> fuck, man. Holy shit! There's so like my brain is like fucking. It's like swirling right now. Can you now. eat the goddamn fruit so we can move on to the actual topic of the episode? It smells good. It smells good. All right. So what's this called again? Pink it's called a uh, pink glow pineapple. I think that's the name for it. Do you usually like regular pineapples? I fucking love pineapples. It's just like sweeter, right? It's not as uh, tart. I guess it's not as tart. Say. That's the lack of acid. It's pretty good, right? This isn't bad. Yeah. 10 bucks? It's 10 bucks though. It's the same size as a pineapple? It's the exact same size. It's not smaller. It's not any bigger. It's the exact same size. It's definitely better. I was saying this in the group chat last night that it's probably worth twice the amount. Like I would be okay consistently paying twice the amount for this, uh-huh. but I don't think it's worth the three, four times premium over a regular pineapple because I would rather have four pineapples of meat as opposed to one better. Fork, That's you know true. You're right. But if it's like twice the amount, I think every once in a while it's probably okay. Yeah, because like for me, like it's delicious, but it's like a mild pineapple. It's like a mild pineapple, but it yeah. is sweeter because it's less acidic. Is this like a natural like pineapple, like just from like a different area or? Was it like scientifically engineered and shit? I don't know if it's GMO or if it's just like bread. Because oh. you know sometimes they'll take different strains of apples and they'll just crossbreed them and they'll make like new ones. So technically that's not GMO. Okay. That's just like, this is an interracial pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the, I think I still prefer regular pineapples. Really? Yeah. Because you like the tart, right? That's I do. The thing. Yeah, yeah. I do. My son actually really liked this. This one? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yo, and I he, think it's pretty good doesn't too. Doesn't he? Your kid has expensive ass taste, no? He does. He, <laughs> he's, he Right? All right, guys. Two more seconds. I swear we'll get on to the actual oh, topic shit. of this episode. Yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's peach season right now, which is my favorite yes, fruit, which yes. is like by far my favorite fruit. Yeah, I think I saw you posted. Was it like four bucks or some shit? I had a peach recently, which cost more than a, a whole regular pineapple. It was like $4 because it's the right? beginning of peach season. So it's not at its cheapest right now. But even when it's peak peach season, they're still fucking expensive Damn. for peaches. Yeah. But I love peaches. And my son likes peaches too. He has good taste. I got my wife loves watermelon because that shit is really cheap. (laughs) (laughs) It's in like such a large volume. (laughs) Yo, like a whole watermelon during this during the season is probably like six bucks at like Chinese supermarket. Uh 
<laughs> my, my tiny ass peach was six dollars. <laughs> the whole watermelon can feed my whole family for Damn. the week. Is that expensive now? It's not expensive. Well, man. All right, guys, getting on to the actual episode. Um, this is a continuation of last week's episode. Ugh. You could listen to last week's episode if you want to. You could not listen to it. It doesn't really matter. I'll give you the general premise of it. I asked ChatPG, Chat, Chat GPT, which is an artificial intelligence. Ben loves artificial intelligence. Fuck AI, bro. And I asked it, how do we solve some of the more common Asian problems that we have? And last week, uh, Chat GPT helped us tackle, I think... Nothing. Um, <laughs> well, technically, nothing. But it told us how we can deal with uh, stereotyping, racism discrimination in the employment and right. language and cultural right. barriers so number one you know buy guns number two i am start not a militia. I, i'm not nope nope number three uh pledge your allegiance to china and then i think we're i think that's kind of what Chat gpc was saying right uh if you want to know whether that's true or not i guess you technically can just listen to last week's episode if you have not if you have listened to it this is a part two of it which i think i was actually really like i had, had a good time talking about this because i think some of these just lindy's lonely <laughs> sometimes when i talk with, with ben i feel like i'm getting dumber for real and like i don't get good Shh. i don't get good solutions to things i'm a deep person i mean i'm struggling to like not become like a dumbass wow <laughs> so, so I, I wow mean, ben doesn't have good solutions wow so i think chat gbt had better solutions this if you fuck you josh so, chat gbt so it was nice to have like better fuck that answers okay all right, let's hear this bullshit. Okay, um, one of the other problems that um, Asian people that migrated to other places have, they have this problem with dual identity and cultural conflicts where you feel like you're not part of one world, you're part of two worlds, like that whole feeling, that whole umbrella feeling, right? All right, cool, cool. You and I, got, you and I kind of deal with that okay because we're like very happy being Korean, being Chinese, and we're very happy being American, proud Americans, proud New Yorkers, yada, yada. We yeah. probably don't struggle with this, but I know a lot of fucking people do, right? Fact. Where they're like, embarrassed about being asian right or they're not sure if they're american enough to be american or not chinese enough yeah um so how does chat gpt deal with this problem are you ready ben uh cosmetic surgery foster a sense of belonging and understanding by supporting cultural events festivals organizations that celebrate a diverse asian culture create platforms and opportunities for individuals from different cultures and backgrounds to engage in dialogue share experiences Build connections with other like-minded people. And finally, counseling and supportive services. Provide culturally sensitive counseling services that address the unique challenges and conflicts faced by individuals navigating dual identities. So That's exactly what I would have fucking that's, said. Yeah. In no way would you have said anything dumber. Pretty much outsourcing it. Just go date girls, get to know them, and that's how you fucking, you know, culture... Culture bang. Are you specifically saying like go date more Asian girls so that you feel connected with your culture? Is that what it is? Yeah, bingo. There you go. Is in some weird way like this is if you don't feel Asian enough, be with more Asian people. Yeah, go to like a festival and like try foods or like. So right? I guess for people that are in Asia, so I mean that are in America or your respective Western countries that don't feel Asian enough, that you should. If you're like Chinese, right? Yeah. When you go to like your Chinese uh, parade thing, right? Yeah. You know, you see the dragon thing, whatever, the fireworks and mm. all that, you know? You might not understand initially, but it's like, oh, shit. Just experience that is kind of what ChatGPT is trying to say. That's true. That's true. Because if you're at home and once again, this goes back to the fact that you and I are in Queens, so we get to like, we're so saturated with it. We're like, it's at our doorsteps. It's literally in front of me right now, this, this Asian person. That's right. 
But if you're in like the Midwest somewhere, or if you're in like a country where you're in the suburbs and you don't get to actually experience it, and you want to like feel more Asian or insert Korean, Filipino, you know, whatever、yeah. your culture is, then going out and seeking other cultural festivals or other like. We didn't do this, but like I know in colleges they they have like Asian associations. Yeah, like clubs and shit. Yeah, yeah. They want a sense of belonging, and they join a lot of those clubs. Even like fraternities and sororities. Some of them are Asian based. Some of them, you know, church is another good example. Church is another very culty thing. Yeah, I agree with you, Chat GPT. <laughs> That sounds so fucking fake the way I talk. <laughs> By the way, guys, I don't know how I'm cutting this up, but I just told Ben he has to be a little bit louder because he's not. He's tired. He's hot. The AC is on quiet right now. I get that he has all these、uh, barriers to it. But- I don't know what you're talking about, Linji. <laughs> I feel fucking fantastic. <laughs> Please, that's easy, right? If you feel not as Asian, you want to get exposed to your culture. That's that's so much fucking easy. I would say even if you're not in a like a city that has these events very often, social media, the power of the internet, you can get exposed to your culture through the internet in a lot of different ways too, right? Yeah. Uh, if you don't have the actual chance to physically go somewhere, I think the internet is like a great resource for that. You don't have to feel like you need to actually travel to New York, Queens, or to California somewhere,、yeah. or like or like to where's Asian, like、um, Houston, Texas, just to feel very Asian. You can just get a lot of the, your culture through the internet, which is not the best means, but if that's the only choice you have, yeah, it's better than nothing. Yeah, and on top of that, like just maybe try to travel there, then you know,、yeah. experience it for yourself, right? What about if you're not feeling American enough? You're、oh. in a place where you have too much understanding of your own culture, obviously. Got you.、Like、you're a first gen person,、uh-huh. but you don't feel Americanized to fit in. Maybe at school, maybe in the workplace. Obviously,、got、that's you, always a tough、you. place. Uh, so number one, you know, buy guns, right? Got. <laughs> Once again, this is why sometimes I would rather talk to a robot because robots have semi good ideas,、uh, or at least they have like baseline good ideas. I love like, it. I fucking love it. Do you actually have any advice for like people? That want to feel more American? Yeah, exactly. Okay, how about this? I would say, like,、uh, number one is I think Gary V talked about it. So you know, as a kid when he was growing up, he you know he was an immigrant, right? And he went to school and stuff. But the thing that made him feel inclusive was that he noticed all his、uh, classmates were Jets fans. Jets fans. Yeah. So you that's know, that's not playing. That's the football team. Oh yeah. That, yes. <laughs> exactly. That is true.、It's、There are some、airline. people that actually don't know who the Jets are. That is very good point. But because of that, and this is the correct kind of football. Yeah, yeah, the real football, <laughs> the real not football. that fake shit out there. The one where we don't actually use our feet. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> so, because of that, like it allowed him to become like you know more American, find his identity. So you know, I think sports is a good example for that. Okay, so to take from Ben what he's trying to say, I think he's trying to say find a branch in which you can connect with your peers, your your、uh, colleagues, people at school that are American, where you don't feel like you. Find something because there's always going to be something. Yeah, exactly. Like、yeah. no matter how different your culture is, your your backgrounds, there's always something that you can connect on. Whether maybe it's music, maybe it's、uh, TV. I was literally、something. just gonna say that too. Like pick up an instrument or something. Yeah, you know, maybe you like a a, a certain band or something or a hip hop artist. You know, that's pretty American, I would say. Sometimes even if you yourself don't have an existing knowledge base on that thing, but you're just interested. Yeah. So maybe you are interested in the real type of football, right? But you only know about the fake type of football,、oh. the one where you use your feet. Ugh. Maybe you can like reach out to your colleagues who are talking about the real type of football and say, "Hey, hey, I'm interested." Work your way into that conversation. Show genuine interest. Because here's the thing: like, 
Sports fans love fucking talking about sports. If you give them an opportunity to like rave about their sports, yeah, yo, they will not shut the fuck up. Yeah, especially if you're a <laughs> Knicks fan. It's like, yo, man, I can't believe we didn't draft Steph Curry. Right. Oh, yeah. give them a chance to talk about it. Like sometimes you'll be surprised, like how much people want to talk or like how want to educate you, yeah. as long as you're like a genuine interest in it, right? And you kind of bond a lot through it. So I would say sports. That's a good example. The music thing you said, that's great. Music is always good, which is kind of tough. You know what's weird? Sometimes people ask me what my taste in music is. I honestly have no idea really right now i'm st- i'm struggling to properly describe my taste in music and i don't think i have any good taste no oh, i think like classic rock yeah but that's just because it was a phase when we were teenagers we just went through that whole system of a down but if you still hear it, you're like yo that's the fucking shit yeah but it's to the point where that's turned more into karaoke playlist as opposed to my music taste really so if we played it right now you wouldn't be like oh yeah this this is still i don't know shit. i don't listen to it I don't yeah, even I listen try. to the fucking radio. Oh, yeah. Yo, me too, actually. I stopped doing that because of all like, podcasts. Well, and that's because you don't have a car. Oh, wow. What? Dude, I don't need a car to listen. Listeners, listeners, tell me. Do you listen to the radio aside from when you're in the car? I feel like a lot more people listen to like podcasts How? now. Yeah, well, that's my thing. No one listens to the radio, per se. People just listen to podcasts or Spotify music where they're tailoring like a certain genre that they like. Yeah. No one really like listens to the radio over the air radio except for when you're in a car that is okay that is true so if you don't have access to a car or you don't drive a car normally then you probably don't listen to like z100 and shit oh my god because the only time i I listen to z100 is and this is very specific is when my wife has taken my car and she's changed the thing from uh bluetooth to radio and it's on z100 and then i get into the car next and i forget that it's on z100 then i accidentally listen to z100 before i immediately switch it to bluetooth and it's on my phone that's the only time I even get exposure to like the fucking radio. Because when I'm in the car, like you said, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. And that's it. Huh. I mean, technically, listening to podcasts makes, could make you more American. Oh, people love talking about podcasts. Like, if you like podcasts, people are always looking for recommendations. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I have a great recommendation for a podcast. <laughs> you know where this is going. I know. Oh, yes. As you know where this is going. If, uh. if any of your immediate family members yes. and your loved ones yeah. and strangers, for instance, are not listening to the worst Asian podcast. Bingo. You might as well show them the worst Asian podcast. We are the perfect combination of being Asian and being American. Oh, there we go. Holy we sh- solved this problem. There we go. We are. If you want exposure, if you're feeling dual identities, listen to this podcast. ChatGPT fucked up by it should have said it go listen to the worst Asian podcast and problem solved. I think technically ChatGPT has models upload into it that's only up to 2021 so we were not in existence in 2021 so it has not heard of us yet i think that's the problem with ChatGPT. but if it was you know being fed more information from 2022 2023 it would definitely recommend us will be the number one uh, recommendation let's move off this plug of us the next problem that we have is um oh this actually connects with an episode that we had a couple weeks back which was definitely not recorded a few hours from here definitely not definitely not okay uh mental health stigma and access to services so Asian people, we've talked about this, have like this culturally built barrier barrier to like seeking mental health. Yeah. yeah which I think yeah. is like partially being broken down with our generation who is speaking more openly about it. Yeah. Okay. Here's how ChatGPT would deal with that. Huh. <clears throat> all right. All right. Community education. Conduct culturally appropriate mental health education campaigns to increase awareness of actual mental health issues and address and fight against the stigma surrounding mental health issues. All right. All right. Culturally competent care. 
train mental health professionals to provide culturally competent care, taking into account their specific cultures, linguistics, cultural beliefs when addressing their mental care services. So we've talked about this, right? Okay. Asian people really are not culturally built for Western style mental services. Yeah, we're dead inside. <laughs> I mean, some of us are dead inside. Mm-hmm. Some of us can also fake it a lot better. Uh-huh. But it's true though, right? Like if you're going to speak with an East Asian person or like people like us, maybe you want to like try to connect with them on a cultural basis, like on a background basis, talk in terms that they might understand. Right. Don't just give them the Western by the books approach of how to deal with their mental health. That's why like when we had Dr. Han Ren on the podcast, yeah. she talked about like how understand the person at their core to be able to deal with them properly. You need to understand where they're coming from and it's much easier for a person that's in similar shoes to deal with that. Exactly. Yeah. That is a very limited resource thinking about it in a way. What do you mean? Like for Asian people? Yeah, because like as you get older and your you know child gets older, you want to be able to have like a you know more like open talk with them, right? Oh yeah, totally. Raising your kids to be able to deal with all the various crap that they're going to have come at them, whether it's Exposure to social media, exposure to like um, teenage angst, teenage angst, puberty, dumb people at school, right? Pressures of us, the parents that we put on them, pressures that they put themselves. It's like a lot of that comes down to them feeling comfortable in their own skin, right? And I know I don't do the best job at this, but I want my son to be very, very comfortable with who he is, whether he's great at this, sucks at this, good with that. And I know sometimes the Asian part of me like pushes too hard. Even right now? Even right now. Because I'm not fucking perfect. I'm like far from perfect. Like I am struggling to like be a good parent to him in the way that I want him to to be raised. So I'm trying to balance like him being happy as a kid, obviously trying to like deal yeah, with things. Yeah. And also like, because I know that he can do more. Like I see him, I see the raw talent with certain things. Uh-huh. I mean, he's fucking four years old and he's doing multiplication tables right now, which is like, is that- and that's, <laughs> Ben's like, what's multiplication? Yeah, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Is that like? Multiplication tables. Like you're a four times table and you're five times table. You lost me, bro. Uh, for people that have kids, like, you know, four-year-olds should not be doing this shit, right? But Oh, so he's like... I try to, like, push and nudge where he is interested in naturally because I see the talent there. But I also know that sometimes, like, I'm falling back on, like, my own things where, like, being like, Asian... You feel like, like maybe I'm being... It's, it's my selfish needs or right, something? Like, I'm putting too much pressure on him, and I know that's not good for his mental health. And, like, my point to wrap all this up is having confidence in yourself being comfortable in your skin okay. is a big thing to learn. If you're not good at something, fine, move on. Never have something like hold you down just because you're not good at it. Right, right, right. To connect this back to the whole thing, mental health is tough because even as a kid, you try to balance so many things. And as the parent, it's your responsibility. To try to be there. To try to be there and guide your kid in the right direction. Do you feel like you are a little like sometimes like, oh man, I'm being way too aggressive? Yeah, 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 yeah of course. Like, really? yeah, yeah, and, like, he, and, he, and he can feel it. My son is very good at reading feelings. Like sometimes like when I say things in a different tone or like with a certain face, he'll ask me, dad, why are you like, look like you're angry when you're right. saying something? Like he's very aware. Like he's a bright young boy. He's aware of these things. So I, I noticed that about him. Like he'll make eye contact with you and then like he's trying to like listen and pay right. attention to like your next thing. So mental health is like one of those things where you need a good foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think going back to the whole chat GPT thing, like, our community doesn't have a good foundation of dealing with that properly. Especially when it comes to like Asian health issues. In a way. I don't think we have the answers for this. And I'm always very hesitant to talk about mental health issues when we right. don't have an expert on the podcast. Right. Because I do know that it's something that you and I are very like 
gung ho about. But yes, we're a bunch of dumbasses, and I don't know how to properly describe my own thoughts on it. Or like, right. I'm always very hesitant about giving the wrong mental health advice to people. In some ways, people do try to get some information from us, right? Which yeah, is probably yeah. a very poor choice on your behalf. Yeah, oh, sorry guys. When it comes to like dumb stuff, I think it's fine that if if you and I say the wrong thing, then we'll correct ourselves later. But right. with mental health, I'm always very I, I tread very lightly. I try, uh, tread very lightly okay. to like say certain things. Okay, okay, okay. All I can say is talk more about it. And if you need help, it should be available. Seek help. Seek That's help. Though. Yeah, but it's proper access. I like that. That's a very progressive thing for ChatGPT to say. Um. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on to the next thing. Where's Something the part about us invading, um, you know, like colonizers? Colon- no, no, no. The oh. next big thing is hate crime and discrimination. Oh. It's going to give you a very generic answer, which obviously can't really combat everything because... When you and I see hate crimes, we want an immediate answer. How do we solve this now? Yeah. ChatGPT really doesn't have that approach. So here's what it has to say. Education and awareness. Ugh. It comes back to that again. Okay. Conduct community outreach programs and workshops to raise awareness about hate crimes, discrimination, and bystander intervention techniques. It doesn't uh, say, you know, with techniques of force? Of force. Uh Bystander intervention techniques, which I think is like a very <laughs> politically correct way of saying if yes, you s- get the strap. <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's like saying if you see something happening. Obviously, number one, you should call the authorities, right? That's the first and foremost. Right. But then some people might say, some people might not say. You should yourself do something further. Now, yeah. Ben, knowing you, I know what you would do. Ben's gonna take a sip of coffee first. Sorry, yeah, I'm going into guns blazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not literally guns blazing, but Ben yeah. is a very uh, he he has a very hands-on approach. Yeah, that's the best way of putting it. Yeah, his hands are closed in the fist position. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yes, uh, and I guess you're for it. Yeah, you're a large Asian human being. Yes, I am. Yes, sir. So it's easy for you to do that, but like not everyone is as large as you, and it is still very dangerous. It is very dangerous, but you personally choose to take on those dangers when you take this approach with your fists. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So. I've seen a lot, especially in 2021, 2022, when they have like self-defense programs that they offer. Like I know here in Queens, during the whole hot media coverage of all the Asian hate, there was a lot more uh, creation of these self-defense programs, which is okay. always good, right? And like yeah. a lot more awareness that you should maybe carry like a taser or like a... Uh, Machete. <laughs> or like pepper spray. Oh, yeah. or Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Machete yeah. is kind of hard to put into your clutch. Oh, yeah, that's true. You're I think right. a taser right. or like pepper spray is much easier. Okay. Or what's those things called? Like the... Sticks like those mini oh, sticks. Yeah, yeah, a gun. <laughs> <laughs> a nightstick. A night is it a nightstick? I, I don't know. It sounds like that. The thing that's shaped like a pen, uh, but it's it, very pointy. Shaped like a pen, but oh, uh, oh, fuck. Well, there's brass knuckles. I know that F key. Is F-key. it F key? I think it's an F key. Well, I'm talking about like, the ones where you can like stab someone with it. Oh, uh, that in, in addition to like more self defense programs seemed like it was a good way for you to feel more comfortable. Yeah. Speaking of pepper spray, um. You won't believe how much, like, when we check our females' bags, yeah. we have a huge collection of pepper spray. Oh, you're not allowed to bring pepper spray into your club? No, we we inspect and check. We get guys with guns, and, like, they try to come in and shit. What do you do with, with the pepper spray? Do you then hold it and then give it back to them when they leave? Yeah, it's like a little coat check of, like, pepper sprays. And there's so many, so many, like, this. some of them are, like, pink and glittery. Yeah, I think my wife's is pink that I bought for her. Yeah. But you know, that's actually smart because if you bought something that's like black or gray or something, it would like blend into your bag. When So if you need it right away, exactly. it should be like a bright ass color. So exactly. if you're in your... I'm not trying to say that you, all you females have like very uh, 
clustered bags, but nope. Just as my wife, her bag inside, it's a shit show. So, <laughs> so you need like some bright ass thing that's like it's yeah. very clear to see it. If you need it, yeah. you open your bag. Oh, it's that hot Boom. pink thing. That's yeah, right it. there. Activated. So some people don't actually pick up their things afterwards, right? Some people actually forget. Yeah. So we. Oh, actually, um. If any of you guys need pepper spray, Ben um, has a whole collection. Of I literally have like a whole fucking box. If you, yeah, if you know anyone, yeah, um, let's protect our Asians. Local pickup bony though. Ben's not shipping that shit. There you go. I, oh, you actually can because some states you can't buy pepper spray. Like you can't ship pepper spray into certain states. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. Uh, in the New York City region, guys, local pickup bony. If you're in Brooklyn area, yeah, there you go. We got you, man. We got you. So, like, going back to the whole thing about what the fuck was a. Uh, Chad, okay, so the, the Asian hate crime. The set? other thing is, I think it means raise awareness about hate crimes. I've always said you can't solve a problem if you're not aware of its existence. So yeah. reporting these hate crimes, making it uh, more visible on like social media, on the news, and everything, just telling the general public that it's still happening is one way to combat it. Right? Can I ask you this? Do you feel like people kind of just like forgot about it? I think that's the thing with all news cycles. Everything has really? a life. Uh-huh. They talk about it because the news is all about like uh, what is the most, what's a new trend, what's hot, what's hot, what's the most gory thing, what is going to catch yeah. most people's attention. Can I ask you this? Like how, like how does it make you feel with everything that's still going on about it? First and foremost, I care for the safety of my family. Not everyone is six foot two like you, Ben. My wife is not six foot two, two hundred sixty five pounds, right? <laughs> yeah that would actually be kind of weird that would be yeah but you would feel safe I would feel mad safe with her but she's not that size you know she's not that tall she's not like as aggressive as you are so with her hey, with my hey, parents hey. everyone same shit like I just fear for their safety first and foremost right and then you just hate to fucking see it happen yeah when does this shit ever end damn yeah do you feel more angry or do you still feel like you're indifferent or like how do you feel I'm right now I'm not indifferent to it but I don't feel anger like my immediate reaction is not anger it's, it's just, just about, it's like, oh, fuck, this problem is still there. How do we solve it? Because I don't react to most things with anger. Like when you don't show up for a podcast, my immediate reaction is not anger. Wow. Well, once you've Venmo me the $50, then I feel a lot better with myself. Fuck. <laughs> Did we talk about on this recording with the last one? Fuck. I, can't, I can't tell. You're such a fucking piece of shit. You're fucking smiling and shit. You feel so good about it. I don't feel good about it. I would rather you just show up than give me a measly $50. Oh, now it's just a measly $50. Yeah, it's, it's fucking useless. In the grand scheme of things, what does that buy me? Five pineapples? You know, so next time if I'm late, that means I have to pay you 60. 60. Holy shit. That's, a, that's 110 right there, bro. Yeah, that's 110. And after that, 70? 70. So that's 180. Oh my God, that's like 200 bucks, bro. Yeah. The only way I can make money on this non-profitable podcast is by it's milking, by milking <laughs> the partner. That's literally what he's doing to me right now. Hey guys, if you are longtime listeners of the podcast, you know I give Ben enough slack. So I yeah. I deserve probably much more than this fifty dollars. I'm gonna disagree because uh, I, I, I'm gonna go broke. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's I'm, not I'm my scared. problem. Goddamn, this problem is very like easy to solve. I bet at the end of the year, Lindsay is gonna save so much. He's like, holy shit! Oh, you know what's great? I don't have to re- report this fifty dollars. Oh, you're not gonna send me a 10.99 at the end oh, of the year. God, yeah. I, I wish I could now. Fuck. Expenses somehow. Oh, God. Oh, anyway, going back to the whole. What like, the fuck thing was I saying? Okay, the next thing that ChatGPT can help us uh, solve is I think this will be the final one, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. Is lack of representation in media. Here we go. Encourage Asian American communities to share their stories and experiences through various media, such as books, documentaries, 
podcast. That's right. I love how it fucking specifically said podcast and not worst like radio a- or some shit. Worst Asian podcast. And social media platforms. Okay. okay. Normalizing our stories and cultures mm-hmm. by not like hiding it and being very open about it. I think that's what we're trying to do with this podcast in some weird, shitty little way, right? Right. Putting yourself out there because it's one thing to say like be more movies because that's fucking hard. Right. Yeah. Be more TV shows. That's fucking hard. Create more Asian American stories on TV. Those are like big corporations who have who like bow to whatever makes them the most money. But right. there are like free outlets out there like making the podcast cause a very nominal amount. But you can put your does. story out there. Social media is fucking free ninety nine, right? You can tell your stories, you can blow up, you can get viral. I love that like social media allows a lot of immigrant and Asian creators like tell their story get very big and then further their opportunities to then be on more mainstream things like movies and TV. I agree. That's true. And then I think that is the ultimate goal of this podcast for you and I to get on TV. <laughs> All right. I'm on board for that. That's fine by me, man. I like that. Thanks. Thank you, chat, uh, GPT. I can't imagine you being on a TV show, though. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Because you're not going to show up. And that's when the stakes wow. are at... No, no, dude, 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 dude. It's true. Let's say you had like some minor role, right? Yeah. Just some like minor background role. Yeah, like an extra. I can't imagine you making it on time. I'm going to make it. No, no, no. Because you think you're going to make it. That's your whole problem, but you think you want to do things. And I do not want to like argue against you wanting yeah, to do yeah, things. Yeah. You wanting to do things and you doing the thing are two completely different universes. All right, guys. Stay tuned. Uh, I'm just going to end up on some random television show. Reality TV. Huh. I think you might do well on that. That's too much work. No, no. That- no. You don't show up to a set, I think. I think you actually would live in the house, live on an island, live in wherever. Oh, like I'm just stuck. Yeah, you're just there. So you, by default, you're on air. Fuck. Okay. All right. You're right. Oh, I don't know. Reality? I just want to be like in like a John Wick film. I'm like the Asian henchman number five that gets shot. Mm. Um, Honestly, the whole thing that we're talking about, I feel like it's kind of like generic things that we talked about already. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're doing the podcast already. I do like the progression that we went to. We talked about the episode about beef. It's happening. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I make jokes about what's going to happen, da, 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 like, you know, fucking, you know, communism is the best, you know, our social credit score is going to be the, you know, defining factor. Not my credit score, my social credit score. You know what I'm saying? Like those little things, stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was, I was, I thought you were going to ask more controversial questions, actually. No, it's not controversial. I think like by default, ChatGBT and AI, they're programmed by human beings and human beings, like if they want to appeal to the mass media, Remember, like I told you how if you ask it to say something racist, it just says, I can't do it. Or if you ask it like how to murder people, it says, this is not in my model, whatever. It can't, it can't give you those answers. You can't trick it? You can't trick it. Damn. I was telling Ben that I saw this article where someone was using ChatBT to ask real questions, like not racist, not extreme, not anything crazy. And it was not giving it proper responses. Oh. So then the person gave the AI more encouragement by saying things like, you're so smart. You can do better. I know you can give me. I believe more. in you. Yeah, stuff like that. And then the AI gave better answers. I got. I got to fuck with a chat GPT more. That's what I got to do. You should play with it. I think every once in a while, when you have like random questions or just you need ideas, it actually is a pretty good resource. Can it solve all these problems? Probably fucking not. Because I think most of what it's given us was things that we already know. Can I ask you when you're like talking to uh him, her, or they, whatever? Mm-hmm. Does it have a personality? Have you ever used chat GPT? At all. I don't think so. No. Okay. I did not. So it's very generic, right? And it's built off 
models, like I said, from like 2021. So it's fed information up to like 2021 or something. Uh So it's not like up to date on the news. So you can't ask it like what's happening current events. It's just force fed Wikipedia, Reddit. It's like it knows a lot, but it's because it's just force fed everything. Which in some ways I wish I could do to you to get you to be smarter, but (laughs) I guess it doesn't really work that way. It's a good tool. It's just another tool. That's what, why you shouldn't be so afraid of it. It's just another tool to help you like... Man, you're like just really cool with AI, huh? Yeah, I think it's cool. It's, like, it's just another tool. Why are you going to be afraid of tools? What is the worst that can actually happen? Realistically, no crazy like conspiracy theories. Uh, like, what is the actual worst that you think can happen with something like ChatGPT? Um, all right, how about this? Like with the whole idea that like now you could just use like an artist's voice, make another song. Like that kind of shit is like it's scary. That's scary, but then you also have have people that are countering that by building programs to detect what is a fake voice, what is a fake image, stuff like that. To the general public, maybe you can't, but I think for the advancement of humanity, you shouldn't be afraid of technology like this. I don't know, man. All right, we'll see, man. Um, what's it? I saw Terminator way too much. I guess Skynet's gonna take over. All right, guys, on to our favorite part of the whole podcast, ranting and raving. This is the part where Ben and I take a couple minutes just to rant about something shitty going in our lives or rave about something good. Um, I think 99% of the time, Ben likes to talk about what's happening with his Uber rides. You know, someone actually uh, texted me that, like, Ben takes the Uber a lot. And, and I think she was basing it on the fact that all your ranting and ravings up to a certain point or like two months consecutively was about stuff that happened to you in the car. <laughs> I think Ben. <laughs> Outside of work and sleeping, uh huh, you're in the Uber and that's it. That that is uh unfortunately true. That's what do you have for us today, Ben? I was hoping you're gonna go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Yes, sir. Okay, hold on. You know what's the worst part about having hot pot inside your house? The smell? Yes. But the whole fucking house smells like hot pot for the entire week. Like the whole The whole week. fucking house smells like hot pot for the entire week. So every time we have hot pot in the house. Yeah. And I walk into my house for the next like three, four, five days. As soon as I walk out from fresh air and I walk into my house, it immediately smells like a hot pie restaurant. And that shit does not, it, 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 it doesn't go away. You can keep, you can have the windows open when yeah. you're like having the hot pot that night. And no matter fucking what, it's like this shit just like seeps into your furniture. Yeah. You ever had that? Uh, Actually, no, because no, Koreans no, don't really have hot pot. That's not really. Yeah. Yeah. But Chinese hot pot, and especially if you have like a uh, spicy version of it, the spices, the oils, that, Everything just fucking stays. Everything permeates through the whole house. So you cannot hide the fact that you've had hot pot for at least like a week or so. So what you need to do is like have like a, a tent on top of your like dining room table. You're probably better off having hot pot in your backyard outdoors, I think. Holy shit, yeah. That actually right. might be a good idea. Yeah. Actually, Damn. now that I'm thinking about it, what is wrong with actually having hot pot outside in your backyard or your balcony if you live in like an, an apartment? You could do it in your fucking yeah, backyard. Yeah, could, right? Yeah. Huh. Damn, a whole week? It's, it smells like that for the entire Ooh. week. And, you know, when we have hot pot, I even tell my wife, close the bedroom doors, close the bathroom doors upstairs, close all the other doors because I don't want that smell to, like, seep through. Because imagine you're sleeping. Yeah. Your bedroom and your, and your like, your bed sheets smell like fucking hot pot. That's crazy, man. I know. So we always close all the doors every time we have hot pot into the bedroom. I'm telling you, dude, get, like, a tent and just put it on top of your fucking, like... It, it wouldn't work because the air has to ventilate somewhere. That's like, true, there's too. no way that you can uh, get rid of it. Do Korean people do like Korean barbecue inside the house, inside the apartment? Yeah, yeah we do. Cause so wouldn't your entire place smell like Korean barbecue for the entire? It it, it kind of reeks of like the oil, you know? Yeah, There's like, like that greasy oil smell. Yeah, yeah. It's the same shit, right? Yeah, but I can see how hot pot like stains because of like, it's just there's a lot of flavor and spice there's a lot of involved. Spices. It's the smell of the spices. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Like yeah. a generic 
a barbecue smell maybe wouldn't be as bad. You're right. Or it should go away faster. I guess. Can you have Korean barbecue at home on the dining room table? Like, where would the actual smoke ventilate to? Nowhere, right? We just go it, into it, that room. Yeah, you just have to have like a fan, like have the window open pretty and much. Just like, it's like sucking it out or something. That's the only thing you could do. That's probably why people would just prefer to have a hot pot and yeah. Korean barbecue outdoors where they can just leave that shit. Get an air purifier, like a Dyson, and just put it right next to the pot and shit. You ever get like gone home from hot pot or uh, Korean barbecue and your clothes just smell like it too? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we take off our clothes and we just have like the clothes like be separately on the side so it can like air, air out, out and stuff before we even put it into the wash. Damn, a week though? That's yeah, it's crazy. pretty tough. Pretty tough. What do you got, right. Um. Oh, so, dude, when you like call, right? You just see, I like, never call people, but you know what I'm saying. When you make, when you have to at work or whatever, right? It's usually like, "Hi, good morning." Hi, good afternoon, right? Hi, how are you? I get a lot of people calling me, and they're just like, "Hi, good night." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Wait, the first thing they say to you is, "Hi, good night." Yeah, dude. I'm so, like, do you think they're about to immediately hang up? I get fucking confused. I'm like, and I'll say it to us like, "Hey, <laughs> good night." I realized like some people say good night as a good evening, but I never heard it like that. Have you? As a goodbye. They say good night, no, good evening as a goodbye. It's it's a greeting. It's a beginning greeting. Yeah. That's weird. Throws me off every time. Do you say it back? I actually do because it's pretty funny. I I'm like, oh yeah, fuck it. I'll see you too. Good night. You know? And, and then, then you continue the conversation. Yeah. Are you answering the phone a lot? Is it on the phone or is it in person? No, it's a lot. It's always on the phone. It's never in person, right? Like someone no. doesn't walk up to you in person and says, Hi, good evening. Yeah. Actually, no, that's actually normal. Good evening is normal. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, that's what I'm saying. But imagine I say hi, good night. Like, so right good off the evening bat. is acceptable. Good night is not acceptable. Yeah, because I never heard it that way. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There is a very minute difference between saying hi, good evening, and hi, good night. Right. Because it's just the connotation that when you say good night, it's the end of a conversation or it's a, a disconnect. Right. So, I, like, just hearing, I'm like, whoa, I never heard it like that. Guys, if you ever thought this podcast was about nothing like a Seinfeld episode, this oh, is literally about nothing holy right shit, now. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Okay, Ben, we're at the outro. This is the part where normally you take over. Uh, go ahead, because oh. um, like I said, we did not record three episodes in a row. This no. is not the third recording of the day. Definitely not. Ben's shirt is not on backwards. Nope, it's not soaking. Not I wasn't rushing through the other outros, but here, Ben... Will you do the, do the outro for us? All right. Thank you guys so much for uh, joining us. Oh, on. shut up. I have something to interrupt you with. Yo, I you're forgot. Fucking <laughs> I dick, totally bro. forgot. Jesus fucking um, Christ. You do the fucking outro. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is this is this well, Um, so our friends over at Welcome to Chinatown. We've had Vic on the podcast before. She's oh. the co-founder. They have their official office, their actual physical office that should, that's opening up in Chinatown, Manhattan. Um congrats. Congrats on that. It's yep. gonna be a big step because I think it's also a community center that they can be doing a lot of events out of. That's gonna be a lot of resources. Oh. I'm scratching my nose a lot. I don't know why. Like a chat GPT suggested. You know, it's funny because like I think like their hub is gonna be doing a lot of things that we talked about, you know, like having resources for the community that they right. can come and get forth. Anyways, good stuff, man. Now that it's opening up, they're doing a furniture drive. What a furniture drive is, if you guys have um um household furniture, office furniture, just new furniture, wow. old furniture in good condition that you want to donate to the place. Um, oh. I will have the links down below because I think it's great that they don't have to hopefully waste so much money furnishing the entire space. Got you. So right, if right, you right. have uh, furniture that they can use, I'll have the links down below. You can you can click on the link. You can fill out the form. You can tell them what they have. 
Once again, I have the links down below, but it's going to be a fucking great cause, okay? Oh, man, that's, yeah, that's really cool, man. Okay, Ben, uh, you can get back to your shitty outro. Go for it. All right, uh, fuck face. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, this is not the third episode in a row. Not at all. Not at all. No. We're not exhausted. Um, uh, yes, I've got so much energy. We're actually <laughs> going to start our second episode after this. <laughs> that's what we're going to do right now. Um, but yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah. My brain is dead right now. <laughs> what else? Plug our socials. Oh, right. That's right. You can find us on Instagram at Worst Asian Pod. Linji will be there. Uh, you can find me somewhere along the line as well. Um, we're on Snapchat. We're, we're not on, on Snapchat. We're, on, we're, we're on, on literally on every single thing except for Snapchat. That's what I was going to say. We're on, uh, what's that thing called? Uh, threads. Yeah, there we go. Threads. We're on Threads. We're on Twitter. Yes. Uh, we're on uh, Fox Network. Uh, nope. CN- not CNN? Nope. Okay. Uh, fuck. What else is there? Uh, Rumble? We're on- no? no? Nope. Oh, fuck. YouTube? We're on YouTube. We're on YouTube at Worst Asian Pod. Yes. If you guys are interested in seeing our faces, I know most, uh, 99% of our listeners binge this content via Spotify and Apple and all that jazz. But if you actually on Apple, sorry, sorry. On What's Spotify, up? we're doing full video right now. So if you guys want to see our faces on Apple, when you're once again on Spotify, we're doing full video, so yeah. if you want to see our faces, we're there on on Spotify. But for you Apple people, uh, there is nothing you can do. You can, you go on YouTube. Yeah, but, but just much, go on YouTube. If you want to see our faces, if you want to re-listen uh, to the podcast with our faces, yeah, we're on YouTube. Uh, so you can go there. Hopefully, you guys can, I guess, listen to the podcast twice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Um, let's see. Thank you so much for our monthly subscribers. Yes, thank you well. so fucking much. We got a couple more subscribers. Um, we got a bunch of new listeners overall. So I know there's a that is crazy. A lot more of you people that are listening to us, which is very funny because as we're um doing better with the podcast, Ben is doing worse. Yes, I will be losing money. As this is uh no no Ben is losing money and Ben is showing up even less. So I don't know how that works. We're gaining more followers and listeners, which is very good. And Ben is uh I'm always gonna stay neutral. While Linji's gonna do like, yes. I want you to stay neutral, but you're now a hindrance. Yes, so it's it's it's, it's a weird balancing act. It's a weird balancing act. What we're trying to say is, thank you so much for the support. Like, thank seriously, you that's, so much. I yeah. know, uh, you guys listen to us on your commute, when you're, uh, I don't know, cooking fried chicken, when you're doing whatever. Oh, fuck, <laughs> that was so specific. <laughs> Holy shit! When you're taking a shit, maybe. Yo, you know? I, I bet you someone's taking a shit right now. Among the thousands of people that are listening, one of you is sitting on the toilet. Yo, there has to be. One of you sitting on the toilet right Thank now. You. If Don't. you are that one person and we caught you at this exact moment, please DM us a picture of you on the toilet. Uh, I was going to say, um, you should probably lay off the toilet because you might get hemorrhoids. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Yes, because these episodes are way too long. Should I be spending an hour on the toilet? Yes. Uh, thank agree. you for your uh, a listenership. Thank you for letting us your ears. Um, I look forward to it. I look forward to Ben not showing up next week and Venmo me $60. Oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. That's so much money. <laughs> oh, Once my. again, good evening and good night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good night, guys. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later.